What, are you going to smoke that? Nope. You are. <laughs> Hell if I am. Yeah. Yeah. You not? No. Why, you're a Mormon or something? You're Jesus freak? No, nah, man, I'm not. This is my job. This is your job. I can't do that. Smoke it. Huh. This ain't a test. Just take a hit. Where the f*** is my stogie, guys? Flying in. I am flying in. Kiss my ash radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. Broadcasting live with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Is that all we're doing now? Is that it? That's it. That's it? No more song or anything? Yeah, where'd the song go? Yeah, where's the song? Oh, we'll go yell at John later. It's not yeah, your fault, Colin. Colin, we love you. It's great. Apparently, you're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio, and this is the new intro we have. A lot of training day montage there. Where's the song, John? No song? No song anymore? You killed the song? Killing the song? You killed our song? Our song that a loyal listener wrote and recorded and created for us, specifically. Not really, but... Yeah, we can't hear you. Yeah, you're doing a Almost terrible job. Can't. Nothing works once again here at the JVC studio. Yeah, we can hear you now. Well, I mean, you know, reflect, refresh it a little bit. I mean, we've had that song for a long time. Uh, Just thinking, you know. Uh, there you go thinking again. Stop changes. that. You know, when we let him make decisions, it becomes very problematic. There you go. A little bit like that. How about that? That's a little better. All right. Thank okay. you, Colin. Colin to the rescue. Doing a wonderful job. Anyway, this is Kiss My Ash Radio. I am Adam K. The Brewmeister. With me, the ever impressionable and... Soothing, honest Abe. Ahoy, hoy. So now you're going to do that one, too? <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. The lovely Lady M is on assignment watching people be weddedly blissed. She said she got an eye infection this morning. No way. Yeah, she says she looks terrible. That's going to ruin so many pictures. Listen, I, she, she's had a problem like every wedding in the last month. I could get it all out of the way now. Yeah. So that would be perfect for your wedding. Hopefully everything goes wrong. Yeah, get for... a little gangrene, get a hemorrhoid, whatever it takes, do what you got to do. I don't think a hemorrhoid are doing the photos as much, but... Uh, <laughs> Depends on what kind of fun, you know. That, you know. Eh. Depends on how late that wedding goes. Yeah, well, I'm talking about photos is one of the things she's really worried about, because an eye infection is really ruining the photos. Well, there's photos sometimes late night. Well, okay, well, all right, you got a good point there. There you go. Sometimes you don't... Well, those are... Well, Moving oh, on. At least... Moving <laughs> on. <laughs> carrying on anyway. <laughs> it's fantastic to be here, Honest Abe, back with us from his rugged trip to the Hiatus. cities of Miami <laughs> yeah, oh, and uh, all other... Ventures out and about. Lady, I must have heard my hemorrhoid comment. I just got a text from her. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hey, are we on Periscope? Because I can't find it, Uh, producer. I swear, this guy is so lost. Well, if you were tuning in... How do you still have a job? You can follow us on at KissMyAshRadio on Twitter. That'll give you a direct link to the Twitter and Periscope page. I see how good I look. So maybe I should turn the volume Also on. a good idea. So apparently we are live on Periscope. Yes. You can hear it now. And yes. as I'm hearing myself going back from that, you can also check out oh, the man, Facebook you gotta page. Move that mod. Your mod is blocking my whole face. You know, it's <laughs> difficult to kind of have here. I mean, let me go like this and try and <laughs> still trying to get good audio here. Uh, on all those things, we do a lot of fun and interesting things. Like we give out a social media word of the day. If you follow us on at Kiss My Ash Radio on Twitter. Facebook and Twitter. Facebook as well. We put a word up there every single Friday. And if you know what that word is, and you're the 10th caller, when you hear that word, you are going to win a, take home a five-pack of Recluse Cigars from our good friends over at Conic, Leaf, Scott Weeks, and J.R. Dominguez, makers of some fabulous Entubau rolled cigars. 877-960-9960. Write it down. 
960 you, you like sitting over there now? Because now you can it's see good. the, the, right see the phone number Can't very clearly. Can't miss it. Yeah, it's a very good thing. And oh, The look. birthday girl has arrived. Oh, fantastic. Look at her. Welcome. It's okay. We're all slow. It's all it's right. All right. It happens. It's It works out okay. Oh, uh, If you're also listening in and you know very well, we'd like to give away a lot of prizes. Zycar has been a giver and awarder of prizes since day one here at Kiss My Ash Radio. And every week they give our lucky, lucky listeners a prize. This week, if you're the 10th caller, when you hear this sound, you're going to take home a Ciro High Altitude Lighter. It is a fantastic silver chrome lighter. It is a $70 value. John has put a picture up that on Twitter and Facebook, if I'm not mistaken. John, nod your head that you've done so. Good job, John. We took care of that. He's done a wonderful job. Oh, and of course, we've got a lot of fantastic guests today. And everything else that we are doing. Uh, Rainier Lorenzo, owner and founder of HVC Cigars is going to be here and give us some information about his products and the wonderful things that he's got going on at HVC Cigars. Glenn Loop, executive director of the CRA, has had a rough week. Big week. Big week for him. Yeah. So, Literally big. He was hanging out with Steve Saka. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, I had to throw that in there. Just, of course. Steve, of course, will be our guest next week, so we'll also get to talk to him yes. about that. Steve was up there, actually, on Capitol Hill. On Capitol Hill. He was out there fighting for the rights of all cigar smokers. And we'll get all the information from Steve about what's been going on. Sorry, from Glenn about what's been going on this week. And if you if you've been hiding under a rock, is probably the only way you haven't seen all of the pre- full court press that's been going out from everyone in the cigar industry. And we'll get a whole lot more into that with Glenn. Also, John Reiner, moderator of the Cigar Federation, joins us for a cigar discussion on top cigars of the year. <sighs> Did we cover everything? We I missed think anything? pretty much. That was okay. pretty good. Fantastic. Well done. Yeah, we, we, do what we, do, we do what we can. Also, we almost forgot, every week on our Facebook page, we put up a poll. A poll question. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Aurora <laughs> <laughs> got, uh, got excited about It's poll. a different poll. So oh. It's P-O-L-L, unfortunately not P-O-L-E. I also prefer the P-O-L-E. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which of the following annual cigar releases do you look forward to the most. Oh, that was a good poll question. I didn't see it. That was an interesting poll question. The choices were Fuentes Añejo, Illusion Singulare, the Tatuaje Monster Series, Quesada Oktoberfest, Davidoff's annual Year of the Chinese character yeah. release. It's not character. It's calendar. Calendar. Close. Calendar. calendar. Close. Yeah. Character. yeah it's still, Aurora. Even, even Aurora knows calendar. what it is. And, of course, Viale's holiday release. I, I, I have not seen the results. I have not seen I, I'm going to venture to say that Tatuaje Monster Series was most number one. It is not. Really? Surprisingly. Shockingly. No. What? Yes. Añejo. Really? Was number no. one. 33% of the votes wow. went to the Fuente Añejo. I would have never guessed that. I... <laughs> she would have never guessed that. Never would have guessed that. Never know. Hmm. By the way, what are you having for breakfast? Is that a frittata? Dunkin flatbread? Donut. Yes. Dunkin' Donut, egg white, flatbread, yes. Uh, yep. I'm very healthy. i got to keep my figure. Yes. We wouldn't want anything to happen to that figure. No. Especially mm-hmm. today, because today is your birthday. Yes. Happy birthday. Yes. We have some you. champagne, and we're going to do some mimosas here, too. Hey, I'm your breakfast. Is this the punk rock birthday song? Happy birthday, you're not special. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, happy birthday, Shirelle. We're going to start your day off right today. Yes. We're going to start your day off right. I did go downtown and had my first drink. Last night? Oh, yes. And which, well, I thought it was your first drink, but you mean your first legal drink. My first legal drink. There you drink. go. Yes. <laughs> which, which bar had the privilege of serving you your first legal alcoholic beverage? I went down to Marnicky, and um, Marnicky, uh, Kevin's birthday was uh, yesterday, so I got my drink first from him. Wow. What, yes. And what did you order? I ordered a Blue Long Island and extra strong. <laughs> extra strong. Wow. That's, uh, that's a potent little beverage. I know, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> well, also coming in at second was the Illusion Singulares going back to the pole. Really? Tatuaje Monster was third. Honestly shocking, really. I, You know what? Singulari was my first vote, my top choice. I'm still waiting for it to be here. Hopefully in a couple of weeks it will be able to hit store shelves. Nice. But we will have to wait and see for that. Quesada Oktoberfest in third, Davidoff fourth, fourth no, and wait, wait, wait. Quesada sorry, was, fifth. Yeah. Quesada was fourth, right. Davidoff was fifth, and Viaje Holiday Series got a staggering zero percent. Nobody zero percent of the vote. It's all that big marketing he does. Exactly, very much pushing it to the envelope every single yes. time. Oh, so much more. Keep going here on the wonderful Kiss My Ash Radio on the big episode we've got going on. The lovely Aurora from Spirit Rhino is here joining us. Honest Abe and Adam K, the Brewmeister. And what is that, John? You want to say something? Doing a wonderful he's, job. He's got to plug yep. in. We have been... he was great <laughs> equipment here. Great equipment. Anyways. Anything, th- everything's working Let's perfectly. Let's see if it works when I talk. Hey, hey good job. Good job, Colin. Colin. Every week there's going to be a new f- poll up on our <laughs> Facebook page, so make sure you check it out. Is John going to tell? You have it? John has it. John didn't tell me what it was. He didn't put it on the sheets. Didn't prepare me. Well, we just got it today. So oh, that's good to know. Cracker Jack staff. Freaking mm-hmm. hate How's that internship going? Good. We have uh, narrowed it down to two girls. Really? Uh, I think we want two girls. Or, Can or, I like, or interview girl. them? If you want to, yeah. Absolutely. Are they good looking? Why don't we just bring them on the show and we'll do like an impromptu interview Dude, on the show? Interview that on the show. Right. Ooh. That could be the single best idea and you've ever had. I was just going to say, you. I actually had a good idea. That could About be time. the single best idea you've ever had. We're very proud of you. All, All right. right. Okay. we got to get going. It's time to keep things happening. We've got a lot more great stuff coming in. We're going to find out what's in a box. We're going to see what's possibly new in the humidor. And we're going to meet our maker. Keep it lit. Follow us on Twitter at Kiss My Ash Radio. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back. You are listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. I am Adam K, the Brewmeister. With me, of course, the ever honest, honest Abe. You're struggling to get a. I was well. I had a couple of things in there, but I didn't know if you'd like them, so uh, oh. I figured I'd keep it. Just docile. curious. Throw them in there. Let me hear what you were thinking. Uh, robust. No, yeah. I, I can do better. I'll, let me keep going. Keep working. We'll keep, keep working, working on it. I got. I have a couple of other ideas. We'll. Uh, managerial. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, that oh. sucked. I know. It's still early. I've only had three cups of coffee, and I've been up since six thirty. It's a terrible thing. This is Kiss My Ash Radio. I am Adam K, the Brewmeister. He doesn't know who he is. Yeah, I can be somebody else. Honest Abe, 
sitting in the studio with us, finally back from all of his many ventures, and of course the lovely... Actually leaving town in a, a, a half an hour after the show. Yeah, also Where true. Where are you going? Baltimore. Oh, yeah. I'm going to the owner's skybox, courtesy of uh, the Bashadi family themselves. Thank mm-hmm. you so much, Steve. I'll see you shortly. Uh, I'll actually see you tomorrow. Yeah. But um, yeah, every year he likes to invite me and uh, a guest up to his skybox to watch a Baltimore game. Unfortunately, the Ravens aren't having a great... Great well, they oh. got plagued mm-hmm. with the injury bug, and it's not yeah, going well. Flacco Every, didn't hurt, didn't hurt. Oh, oh, everybody's been hurt. Yeah. It's been not great. All right. It is time to go to our special guest on the phone with us, Executive Director of the CRA, Mr. Glenn Loop himself. Glenn, thank you for joining us. I know you've had a rough always week. A, always a pleasure. Lots going on. A lot is happening here. Please, I mean, I don't even know where to start with everything that's been uh, happening. How how do you start with how this week has gone for you? I don't know how to start. <laughs> I mean, I still for the I don't know. It's been a complicated four years with this legislation, but True. I can honestly say I feel like a vegetable after the last four days. I can uh, understand that. It's it's uh, to put it in the most simplest simplistic terms I can find is it's budget week in Washington, and mm-hmm. as everyone knows, Congress seems to do things in the most crisis management fashion that they can possibly find. So they, last night, literally, the president signed the continuing resolution, which allows our government to continue functioning while they continue debating what's called the omnibus budget, which is a comprehensive budget for the entire United States government. Where we come in, boys and girls, is within that version, at least right now in the House of Representatives, is language that can work to protect and exempt uh, premium handmade cigars from FDA oversight. Uh, this language has been in, in, in this piece of legislation for some time. Uh, the House of Representatives several, several months ago uh, put language in to benefit this side of the industry, if you will. And we've kind of been waiting for the culmination of this moment to protect that, and then we see what happens with the Senate. Uh, it's been a complicated roller coaster to... Uh, prevent our opposition from trying to extract that language. We have to worry about what happens in the Senate. There's all types of political dynamics with regard to uh, Tea Party factions, liberal factions, Democrat versus Republican. So on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of this week, uh, we really marshaled the forces of both the the manufacturing community as well as the consumers and retailers of the country because it became our, shall we say, best political judgment that it was time to unleash the masses onto Congress, uh, and specifically Speaker Ryan and Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. And you guys uh, really started a full-court press on this. What's that? You guys really started a full-court press in getting everybody involved and you know getting all the troops going and a full-blown social media and everything else campaign to make sure everybody contacted Ryan. I called Ryan. Ryan. Answer machine full. Mm-hmm. And it was a not complicated new because uh, communicating with Congress politician. is not an easy thing. But it became our best political judgment that it was that time. You know, there's a time and a place for for behind-the-scenes activity, but a time and a place for one-on-one discussions with members of Congress and specific ones that can benefit our cause. But it became that moment where this effort to protect premium cigars from federal regulation needed the general public to chime in, but it needed those that are passionate about great cigars to chime in. Have you been able and to gauge it, the public I'm response? Sorry. Have you been able to gauge a public response? Are you getting any feedback? Are you 
Are they yeah, coming out? We we think several thousand phone calls at least. That's one number that we've heard through their channels. Several thousand phone calls on this issue have been placed to the speaker's office. We're not so sure about uh, Senator McConnell's office. Uh, we've gotten hundreds upon hundreds of email confirmations just from consumers saying, we've done what you've asked. And that's been fantastic. The problem is, and people, this is important for your listeners, is that they may have to stay on hold. They may have to call back. They right. may get an answering machine. There's all types of nuances, but please just be diligent and stick with it. It's important. And the Speaker's Office confirmed with some members that we've been in contact with that they've heard the clarion call, the message is getting through. They need to know they're doing the right thing. And and it's right now they're getting bombarded with phone calls, everything from immigration to Planned Parenthood to guns to Syria. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and right, we're in that mix of very complicated issues that con- Congress is dealing with. So the important part is to let our voices be heard, and, and now is the time. So uh, it's all over Facebook and Twitter, and, and people have been very diligent about re-forwarding those messages. So if any of your listeners need that contact information, they can get it from uh, CigarRights.org or, or from an sundry of anybody's Facebook or, or Twitter feeds and the like. Uh, over, and it's important to keep that pressure on for the next several days. It has been on all over their Instagram and everything else. And, Glenn, when people are calling the senators, what is it that they need to specifically be saying to them? What is the key message they need to get across? Thank you. Uh, premium cigars should be exempt from FDA regulation. Keep the how in, in terms of the message to Speaker Ryan's office. Keep the language in the bill that exempts premium cigars from FDA regulation. Very simple. Exempt cigars, keep the language in. We can't get more simple that's than that. As, and that's, that's all they need to hear. As it gets, you know, all these offices, each, all these staff, all they do is keep two columns, the yeas and the nays. I'm going to have Aurora like a start a whole movement experiment rhino. We're going to body paint you with the CRA logo so that everybody in the club starts calling yeah, in. There we go. And, and, you know, this is a part of the process that we've never had been able to experience before. It's just, Speaker, Speaker Ryan has really opened up the process. He's opened to suggestion. I think that he uh, listens to all sides. He's put together a very broad collection of advisors. And, uh, you know, frankly, we're grateful to even be able to have the opportunity to chime in with, with his office. Absolutely. It's fantastic. Glenn, I know you've had a rough week. I know you got to go out there. You've got to get going to another event. Well, thank you for being here, and I know we will have you back soon, when, especially when we try and figure out what in the world the government's going to do trying to take away our freedoms well, in the cigar world. Well, this show could probably be over by next Wednesday, at Friday at the latest, but there's some speculation that they can be done with Don't, the budget by next Wednesday. Yeah, we, so uh, we hope, hope not. folks keep the pressure on through the weekend and early in the week. Absolutely. We will make sure everybody gets out there. If you haven't seen it, make sure you go to Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Just search CRA, and if you even know any, if you follow anybody in the cigar industry, 20 bucks says they've already tweeted it out, and that's what's going on. This is Kiss My Ash Radio. We'll be back with more great things. Our special guest, Rainier Lorenzo. Keep it lit. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. 
You know, Johnny. Yeah. Oh, he looked. So he gave me. I think Aurora now is officially made a size where she should get an intro somewhere. She should have a guest intro. Okay. All right. Got to work on Aurora an Aurora intro. I've been here long enough. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Demanding. I love it. I love this. You're girl. gonna fit in right. Fit in right here. It's I'm, gonna be awesome. I'm t- yeah, yeah. I know where you want to fit her in. Get back to the board. I know. Saucy this morning. Uh, How can I not? That's, that's oh wait, mo- I'm engaged. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Well, this is Kiss My Ash Radio, and that's how you inappropriately begin a segment. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister, with Honest Abe. The, ahoy, ahoy. The ever-prevalent Honest Abe, who just likes to take my catchphrase. I like it. Yeah, it's, it's a fantastic thing. Of course, the lovely Aurora, sitting in for the lovely Lady M. Thank you, as always, for being here. And Doing a really good thank job. Thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding? Our I pleasure. was really afraid it was going to be a total sausage fest, and we really didn't want that. No. no. We no. can't have that. It just, no. It's a terrible thing. I'm a good tucker. Absolutely. Yes. You do a wonderful job. You yes. fantastic last week, and we're just a... Honored to have you. Yeah, obviously, again. surprisingly funny. Mm-hmm. Very funny. Yeah, she's really funny with images. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings us to, of course, one of my favorite parts of the show. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. It's time to meet your maker. It is time to meet your maker here on Kiss My Ash Radio. This week, we are pleased to welcome Rainier Lorenzo, founder and owner of HVC Cigars. Is that like a shopping network? (laughs) I think that was QVC. Uh, Close enough. But HBC Cigars. Lorenzo, thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. We greatly appreciate it, you know. So, HBC Cigars. How long have you guys been around... Tell us a little bit, how did you get in the cigar industry? Where did this come what from? What tragic event happened in your life that, that made you decide to make cigars? Yeah, actually, it's, everything has been behind my family. Dude, That's I why. just want to say right off the bat, you could do a voiceover for like an awesome cartoon villain. Really? Absolutely. <laughs> I would be proud. I like it. It's like a doomsday voice. Yeah. It's great. So I started HBC in 2011. When I was living in Wisconsin, you know, I left Havana in 2008. Okay. And how, then, how did you leave? Whoa. Did you leave? I left legal. I left legally. legal. Yeah, legally, yeah. Really? How, how easy is it to leave legally? For me, it was not a real big deal. Really? Yeah, not much. Dude, I got people washing up on raft. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and fighting sharks and days. And the, ah, it was no big deal. I just had a break and I left. And then they let me in. It was great. <laughs> no, really, how, how, did, how did you just apply, or how, how was it that you were able to leave? No, my family was living here, you know, like family unification. Okay, and they, yeah. they were already citizens here. Yeah, they were really Okay, citizens. so that made it. So, okay. yeah, was, the, the biggest issue was in medical school in Havana. Okay, you were so, in medical school. Yeah, I was in medical school and in Havana. And gave your doctor career up to start making cigars. It was kind of like, uh, you know, why well, we don't want to look good this guy. <laughs> we don't want to look good. No, okay. and so, but it was not a little big deal. Okay, so you came you came here. How old were yeah. you now in 2008? 23. All right, you're 22 years old. I'm 31 now. Yeah, so what what happened? How did you get into So, the and then um, most of Wisconsin, I started working for a generics company. And uh-huh. then, I started HBC in 2011. That's when I met Eduardo Fernandez back in the days, the owner of Ganorza Tobacco. Yes. Mm-hmm. In 2009, he said, hey, come on. I want to show you in Nicaragua all I have there. And when he showed me, I really kind of like, you know, in Cuba, I used to smoke cigars, but not really a cigar guy in Cuba. You didn't understand it, right. Exactly. And talking about the whole process, the fermentation. 
And was like, well, I want to have my own stuff. I want to do my things. And he, after that, he said, well, whatever you want to do, keep going. Wow. This you is know, we support you. This is Kiss My Ash Radio. We're here with Lorenzo of HVC Cigars with Honest Abe and Adam K., the brewmeister. And Lorenzo's just giving us a little background on his history in Cuba, how he got out legally, amazingly enough. <laughs> started with a genetics company and then met Eduardo Fernandez, who said, come sh- see my factories in Cuba. Now, you're... In fans- Nicaragua. In Nicaragua. Yes, yes, yes. Aurora thinks he sounds like Tony Montana. I think you do. Yeah, you're another say? Yeah, you're can you say, say hello to my little friend? Hello to my little friend. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> Now, that's a soundbite we can play for forever. That is fantastic. Hey, John, you should get him to do a soundbite as Tony Montana after the show for the station without a doubt. And then HBC, you know, HBC is 10 for Havana City. Mm-hmm. So usually everything I do behind the brand is like, let me see, let me see, the, how can I say the best thing here? It's like my passion is being in Havana City. Right. Where are you from? Without yeah, that's where I'm from. Yeah, your culture. Yeah, Havana City. So is there any history in Cuba of your family doing anything with cigars there? No. Nothing, not, no not at really. all? No, no. Just curious. I come, I come from family. My sister and my brother, they doctors. Mm-hmm. My oh. mom is principal of school. And me, I was in medical school in Cuba, though. You're the, you're the black sheep. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're the black sheep. You became the cigar roller, the cigar guy. And even working for a genetics company when you first got here, to, this seems like a 180-degree turn to where you are now. I mean, what clicked with Eduardo and Arsenio and to get you to say, I'm going to drop this, and this is where I'm going to go? No, actually, I don't know if you guys know my sister. She's the general manager of Tropical Tobacco. Okay, no. Okay. So you had a family connection already with Eduardo. Yeah. Uh, all right. Now it's starting to come together. Everything is Actually, my mom is working there in the warehouse, too. Everything is clear there. Okay. And I, I go to Nicaragua like every, three, every four months, do the blends share with them how it's going. Because I like, you know, the, the, I, like, I love to smoke. That's the first thing you, you I you mean, too. you cannot be in this business. <laughs> you cannot be in this business. You, you know, you, I love to smoke. So, mm-hmm. do a blend now, talking about specific HBC, the blend that I have is, it's something that you want to try leaf by leaf and the fermentation process, that's a really key in this business. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, so, that's definitely very key. And the other thing is Nicaragua right now, to me personally, in my opinion, Nicaragua has the best tobacco in the world right now. I think there are many people who would absolutely completely agree with that, especially all the tobacco that Eduardo gets his hands on and lets Arsenio play with. Amazing. We just had another man who does a lot of work with him, Nick Melillo, here yep. last yeah, week. Yeah, just what I say. Who's cigars, just what to say. Exactly, yeah. whose cigars are also made in the Casa Fernandez factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. So, Lorenzo... It's a, it's a hundred and fifty interesting things that are going on here with everything we started with. What really got you to say I'm going to create a my? Obviously, you said you love to smoke, but what made you take that next leap of okay? Now I'm going to throw all kinds of money into trying to make my own brand. And as Eric Espinosa says, all right, so you got a million dollars, great. Now put that on red, great. You win. Now do it again, and it's just you're going to have to keep throwing money at it. What, what made you take the leap? Uh, as is, let me the, let me say this. And in, in life, sometimes you come to my life now. I'm 31 right now, mm-hmm. and I say I was working for the genetics company, mm-hmm. and say, well, but this is not what I want to go. I want to go in this direction. In my life right now, 
I don't know what's going to happen in the next 20 or 25 years. You choose your own path. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully I will be here to, to you guys, you know, because right now, I say I'm sitting one right now, but I'm thinking of making the right direction in my life right now. But especially for a young guy to try and make that decision to, I'm going to jump in, create my own business, and go after everything like that, It's that's a big step. I hope so. Mm-hmm. But I hope it will be the best. For me, for my family, for everybody mm-hmm. in this industry. And so the company's been around since 2011. 2011, yeah, four years. At what point did the first box hit the market? 2012. So. I started in Orlando. Orlando was my was the first show. Okay. Yeah, so, oh, I remember that trade show. Yeah, we, we, we broadcasted live from yes, the trade show yeah, that That's year. where the yeah. wonderful poster we put up all over the place yeah. is from. And yes, that, Yeah, our that's, poster is from the trade show. And, but right. actually, I was doing that. When I was, oh, look away, I say 2011, but I was doing my business part-time. Mm-hmm. You know, because I started doing this full-time like six months ago. I completely understand what you were getting at. All right. So, and after that, everything has been, can complete for now. You know, small boutique company guy. Right. Well, I have around probably, you know, I would like to say like probably 140 accounts. That's good. Well, see, now he's taking away my next question, but we were going to try to lead into <laughs> We were going to try to lead into that as I'm trying to get into the next part because we're going to have a lot more with Lorenzo. He's got a lot of interesting things to talk about with HBC cigars. We haven't even talked about the blends, the sizes, or anything else in the lines Up yet. Next. It's all going to keep coming. We're going to go there, and we're also going to have John Reiner on from Cigar Federation, and we're going to talk about beer, which beer. is, of course, one of my favorite beer. things. Yes, all as we beer. keep going on. Have beer too. We really yeah. hope you keep it lit. Keep yeah. it lit. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back. This is Kiss My Ash Radio. I am Adam K. the Brewmeister. With me, of course, Honest Abe, being honest as ever. You still can't come up with a good catchphrase, can you? I'm working on it. It's, it's been a slow morning for me. What can I say? And, of course, with us, the lovely Aurora, our so special hot. guest from the Spearmint Rhino. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I, can't believe they let, I can't believe they let you out in public like that. It's she's a not felony. wearing panties I know, either. right? She told, me, mm-hmm. she told me she's not wearing panties either. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised. Am I actually even wearing a bra? <laughs> <laughs> We have to have her on the show more. I'm, I'm losing we have so, to. And people ask me why I can't focus today. That's what about why. the other 365 days? Uh, I, I close up today. It's just the slit. Uh, wow. Okay. All right. We're in the middle of our Meet Your Maker Ceiling segment. Broadcasting the, is going to love this. The nuts and bolts of the show. With us is Rainier Lorenzo of HVC Cigars. We've spent the first segment learning all about his history, his trip. Travel into Cu- uh, travel from Cuba legally, working for a genetics company, dropping out of med school in Cuba, and then, j- crazily enough, jumping into the cigar business. Lorenzo, thanks once again for being here. Thank you, thank you, guys. So, question: Did you show up on a boat or a plane? No, no, you flew. No, you flew? flew yes. Oh, okay. I was just curious. Mm-hmm. So we got you met Eduardo in two thousand. At you in two thousand and eight, you started the company in twenty eleven. You got the trade show in twenty twelve. How many lines did you bring to market originally? In 2011, I bring only one line. Mm-hmm. It was the HBC first edition, mm-hmm. the city. Yeah, it's medium body cigar. And how many sizes did you first launch with? Goes two sizes. Really? Yeah, 52 and 56. 52 and a 56. Yep. All right. So, so where you do it? 
Absolutely. Not giving it, not totally trying to saturate and over get into it. So now, from then, it's been four years. Four years. How many lines are you bringing to market now? Three regular lines right now. Three regular production lines. Yeah, three regular production lines and then three limited editions. Three and how and so let's get into the li- let's get into the regular productions here. I mean, what do you what what do you tell us uh, tell us about these regular production lines? Good. Yeah. After the city came out, the HBC Zero. Mm-hmm. The Zero is one of the old neighborhood in Havana, so I trade my Zero and then this medium to full body cigar. I use tobacco from Jalapa and Esteli region. Actually, like seventy five percent Esteli, it's plus medium to full. We got a whole 99 rubber, rich, a lot of flavor on. And the other two? And then I launched this year, was the IPCPR 2015, I did the special edition 2015 HBC. Maduro rubber. Okay. I was looking to the market, Mexican, actually, Mexican, San, Mexican Andres. San Andres from the Turin family. Everybody's yeah. doing it. It's really popular right now. Absolutely. And people love Canadian it. Canadian drain has been used for a long time. It's just everybody's starting to talk about it now. One of my first cigars I remember smoking, and I'm going back to you know late '80s, maybe uh, early '90s. But it was—I remember it was just called San Andreas. It was a gold foiled Maduro cigar with the right writing on the foil said San Andreas. It was like it was an expensive cigar too. I can't even remember who made it. I, I didn't even know I was ever going to get into cigars back. You know, then I was just starting. But San Andreas wrapper been used a long time, but everybody now is talking about it. That's the difference. Yeah, I mean, this guy is now the Duran family. They Right now, isn't it growing the best? Well, that's the best the thing because, I mean, the cigars that are coming out of Mexico. Yeah, I love, listen, I love the Trent family. They're great. But, but you know, they couldn't use other tobacco to make their cigars there up until recently. So that's been a lot of their problem, too. Also they true. didn't have a diversity of tobacco they could use. You know, they, they, were, they had some kind of weird law. They couldn't import tobacco to use to make cigars in Mexico. Yeah. So, um, you know, but that, that's the hard thing right there. Absolutely. So you've got three regular production lines and... Three limited editions that you do yearly, quarterly. Are those regular production limited editions or no, limited editions? No, limited, limited editions. editions. Super right. limited editions. I'm super talking, limited. Super, I'm talking about like 200 boxes. 200 boxes. So let me ask you something. What happens if you make 200 boxes and some guy like you know Corona Cigars from Orlando comes into you and says, I'm, I'll buy 200. What do you do then? No. Then, you say no? No. You say no? Yeah. Really? Really. Oh. I'm going to have to test that. Mm-hmm. We got a column. We secretly private column starts. We'll call Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> we'll yeah. see if Jeff wants to do it. So, how it's once a year? What do you, what do, you do? Yeah, I, usually I got one exclusive for the IPCPR. That's mm-hmm. the Vieja Cosecha. Last year I learned the Vieja Cosecha number one. Behind the Vieja Cosecha, I used five years aged tobacco mm-hmm. from Aganorza. Actually, it's made a Raices Cubana factory. Oh, really? So, yeah. it's not even made by. It's not even made yet. Really, it's made Rice's Kumana Factory, which is, of edition. course, a very, very popular factory that a lot of different cigars come out of. And do you do ten count, twenty, fifteen count, twenty, twenty count boxes? Yeah. A twenty count limited edition mm-hmm. in one size. In one size, yep. And what, what does that usually retail for? About ten bucks. Ten bucks? Yep. Not bad. About ten bucks. Nobody so, home, no? what's the? What do you have on your regular production stuff? What are, what are your price points there? A, a nine bucks. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't make sense for me for a young company mm-hmm. to have a price fifteen, fourteen. I don't see that. Right. Well, so a lot of people. That's a it's a very exclusive thing, number you're trying to get into there, especially when someone you're going to ask someone to spend fifteen dollars on a new company. I mean, what are you doing? 
This is Kiss My Ash Radio, Honest Abe, Adam K. the Brewmeister, and the lovely Aurora. Oh, I had a quick question. Since I'm a drinker, what kind of liquor, beer, or what kind of alcohol goes best with his with your cigars? Or do you need a drink with them? I mean, actually, for me, the, my first selection I really like with coffee. Coffee? Coffee. Uh, yeah, with coffee. It's a cigar that smoke in the morning. Yeah, I really like with that one. Why yeah. coffee? La Victoria Original. No, because it's a, like medium body cigar. Yeah. Like to start your day. Yeah. I yeah. like with go that. So what cigar would you prefer? Since I'm a red wine drinker, what cigar do you prefer for me to uh, smoke of yours with a glass of red wine? I would recommend to you. <laughs> just going to give it over. The Maduro the one. The Maduro? The Maduro, yeah, the Maduro. It was San Andreas yeah. Maduro. The Maduro, yeah. Okay, just a little peer question. So, so next what, time you're in, we'll make sure we pair you up with yeah, cigar What kind wine. of wine do you like? Huh? You, what kind of wine do you like? Like a Malo. The red one. Yeah, the yeah. Red, yeah the red, all right. Yeah, the red one. <laughs> Uh, we are here talking to with Lorenzo HVC Cigars. Great question. So, Lorenzo, how often are you in Nicaragua, and how involved are you with the blending process? Because you meet a lot of guys, and they're hands-in, hands-on for months at a time. And some guys are just like, eh, they send me some samples, and I say, I like this Some one. guys are brand owners. Yes. They don't want to admit it, but that's what yes. they are. But how in-depth do you, you know, like I, to go to the blending process? I really, I'm really on in this. That's probably that's one of my favorite things. I'm really? dying to blend in the cigar, yeah. Because what I like to do is I like to smoke leaf by leaf. You know, let's smoke this ligero, mm-hmm. let's smoke this beast, or let's smoke this you're, you're, you're saying you're smoking each type of leaf individually, exactly, individually to get the flavor out exactly. of it. Right. To see what's going on in my palate. You right. know what I mean? Sometimes I feel like I talk to this in every chap. Like, sometimes I think I'm confused because I don't blame for people. I blame for myself. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, something like I say, let's try for this, for example, I really like Chilamate Farm. From the Ganos. So uh, let's see this year. What's going on? What bring on? If something satisfies my palate, we put something together. Sometimes it works, sometimes it don't. Right. Simple as that. Did you ever did you ever smoke them individually and think, wow, these all great, and then put them together and it was terrible? Yeah. Yeah, it happened. That happened. Yeah. It didn't happen. You had to experiment to find out. It's not, no, it's when you put something together, a seal like that, you say, well, but you got this kind of frame, they don't come together. I think you should take Aurora down to Nicaragua and see. If she could roll cigars. She would be good with that. If we put her in the factory, I think production would go down. Production would probably go down if you put her in the factory. She would be good with that. Probably. <laughs> this, is probably why they, this is why they had guys always reading to the, all of the rollers you know, and everything. But what really interesting is about the blending is sometimes you got some farms, they don't come together. You never got that experience? What do you mean by farms? They don't come like, you know, for example, you got this farm here, right here, right. and you got this farm right there, right? Great tobacco buff. Like you say, oh, you fermentation, mean, and you want to put it together. No, not really. They don't come together. When you want, when you want to try to do a blend, you, you, you mean you mean the farmers won't sell you the tobacco to put the tobacco together, or no, when or they when won't you, work together, when you visit, it won't work together. You don't want to right? Yeah, no, it happens. It's, it's, I do that with food all the time. I see what? two foods I love. I'm like, wow, that'd be really good if I put it together. It's like, oh, mistake. This is why fail. You, French fries and ice cream fail. Well, I don't know. It's amazing. Is it good? It's Even if you say, wow, but I really like this ligero from the farm. And I like this beast from the farm. Wow, they both are. But you no. put them together, it doesn't work. Yeah, Certain yeah, farms do not work. All right, so, Lorenzo. Great taste of gay, gay, gay. You're, you're, you're a young guy starting out. Uh, let's say I'm a retailer. There's hundreds of guys every day beating down the door. Why do I need to carry your cigars? What sets you Oof, apart from everybody great question. else? That's a good idea. Uh, it should just got deep. You know, I think it's you got to smoke it. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. 
to me is let us smoke it and see what is different. Why you, well, like you say, let me see how you can sell that. has to be different. It's not different. It doesn't make sense. He's saying the cigar does enough speaking for itself. You know what? Sometimes that's, 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 that's all I it mean, really needs. I told my customer, like, people say, well, it's about relationship in the end of the day, but it's not. We can be really good friends, but if the cigar is bad, it's going to be bad. Oh, I don't carry a lot of my good friend cigars. <laughs> Sometimes it's not. You're right. It's as simple as that. Cigars the cigar has to be on the shelf. Yeah. It's they got to sell. I mean, you can handle a cigar one time. You can recommend them. The You're problem not. is, honestly, in today's market, the quality of cigars is not the only factor that makes it sell. And that's the problem. It's in the the I mean, not just in our market. It's probably a lot of markets. I mean, let's face it. Everybody knows that Rolex aren't the best watches in the world and whatnot. And, you know, but that's they the buy problem. it because it's popular. It's you know, the image, all, image. They always say consistency yes. too, you know? Okay. Consistency. Well, that's that's the thing too because, I mean, this is such an artisan product made by hand, you know, from basically seedling to finished product. It's very easy for consistency to go south real quick, and that's another problem too. It's not like putting nuts and bolts together in a factory. Absolutely. That's right. Fantastic. Lorenzo, we have to thank you for being here today. It's been fascinating. Do you have a website? You. People can find HBC more cigars. HBC cigars. I'm great. working on right now. Oh, you're working on yep. it. Okay, I'm great. If people want to find out, are you on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram? Yes, I do. Okay. HBC cigars. Yep. So to make sure you search all social media for HBC cigars, you can find out more about Lorenzo, where to find his products, and the HBC cigars website will be coming through. Once again, Lorenzo, thanks for being here on Kiss My Ash Radio and giving our listeners an insight into Thank HBC you guys. cigars. I really appreciate everything that. Absolutely. Else. Absolutely. It's been fantastic. When we come back, we're going to talk beer. We're going to talk to beer. John. We're going to talk John Rayner and all kinds of other fascinating things as we tried to cut out early. Good job. we got another special guest who just walked in. We're going to get him on, too. Oh, excellent. Absolutely. This is what we like. More one great stuff is going to keep happening. One of my former mentors. All day long. And the radio business. This is what we do. We hope you're keeping it lit out there all across America. More great stuff. We'll keep coming through. Keep right it right here on Kiss My Ash Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Kiss My Ash Radio. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back. This is Kiss My Ash Radio. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. And unfortunately, I'm, like the song says, all by myself. All by myself. It's fantastically wonderful. Uh, because John wasn't prepared earlier in the show, we were not able to discuss the new poll question. For those of you who missed it, we were discussing our old poll question. What holiday release do you look forward to the most? And, of course, our Fuente, Arturo Fuentes on Yeho came out first, followed closely by the Illusion Singulare, which hopefully should be here in just a couple of days. But the new poll question is, what would be your ideal Christmas gift this year? A vacation? Guns? Cigars? A kid? A kid. Or a divorce? I got four. Well, you have to specify in the divorce. Is that like a costly divorce or a yes. easy out divorce? That might also be. Or would I you like an animal or a pet of some kind? 
I know guys who stay divorced just because it's going to cost too much to get divorced. Uh, 100% true. Absolutely. That is what's there. Why do we start the show so early after the break? Uh, we didn't. <laughs> I was with Aurora. We're outside. Having way too much fun. I tell you, she's a pretty witty kid. Absolutely. She's fantastic. Funny. I don't know where she ran off to now. All right. So let's say we find out now what's in a box. We got a box. We got a box. What? We got a box. I'm going to open it. Look at it. Oh, what's in the box? Let's ask Honest Abe. Cigar News. Cigar News, December 12, 2015. Matilda Tabacalera Palma has gained another client as Matilda Cigar Company has announced it's moving its production to the Yochi Blanco, Ochi Blanco factory. There's no specific timetable for when the consumers will begin seeing the Tabacalera Palma produce cigars. They recently released the Matilda Oscura, which was one of our favorites from the trade show this year. Absolutely. Solid. Great smoke. Great cigar. Um, And it will be the first to make the journey from the La Romana to the Tamboril. And Seha said it is a function of how quickly and the current supply of Matilda Oscura sell at retail. Matilda's debut line, the Renancer, will also move to the Tabacalera Palma, though it will be after the first of the year. Neither blend will change, and the Quesada Cigars will still handle distribution of the line. Matilda's existing factory, Tabacalera Matilde, will remain open, with Seha saying it will continue to be a destination for visitors in the La Romana area as they welcome approximately 50,000 people a year. The factory will maintain an exhibition team that will show visitors the complete cigar-making process. Absolutely fascinating and good for Jose Sejas and Enrique and everybody over yep. there at Matilde. Perdomo at the 2015 IPCPR, Perdomo showed off the factory tour blend and now it's finally going to hit U.S. retailers. The factory tour was inspired, as the name suggests, by Perdomo's 15 years of factory tours and special cigars out of the Nicaraguan factory. I did that tour early in my career. I, I Probably close to 12, you 14. you in the field that's yeah. one of the stores, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. probably about 13 years ago. Yeah, that's that. a young-looking Abe there. Yeah, well, still was bald. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that, that's true. Oftentimes, they ask if the blend rolled will ever come to market. Now, it's a chance, and it's going to be rolled in three different wrappers. It's going to be available in Connecticut, Maduro, and SunGrown. The Connecticut uses Ecuadorian Connecticut from Jalapa. Nicaraguan fillers and binders will be in every single one of these cigars. Prices will range from $6 to seven fifty. That sweet spot that Perdomo loves to talk about. Smart man. Mm-hmm. La Serena, this week. La Serena, I guess she's still making cigars, huh? <clears throat> Apparently. Oh, sounds so much better. What did you do? Uh, I pressed down. Nice. Okay. Well done. Bad. Nope. Like it the other way. There you go. Just don't move. It's newest limited edition <laughs> made for a friend of the Dickowich family. Dickowich obviously being her family and her father, yes. Danny Dickowich. Uh, in honor of Paris Ginopolis's 50th birthday, the company has produced the Paris Reserve 2015. It measures 6 by 65 using a Dominican HVA wrapper, Dominican Criollo binder, and Dominican Nicaraguan fillers. Suggested retail pricing is $13 per cigar. Not cheap. And will be limited to 300 boxes of only five cigars. It should begin shipping next week. And I'm going to assume that's being made at the La Zona factory. Uh, that would probably be a good bet. That is where all the other La Serena yeah. products are being made. La Atelier released the Cote d'Or in March. The company plans to ship the follow-up now, Le Atelier Cote d'Or La Tache. It'll be a 55 by 50-inch Robusto version of the Cote d'Or blend using the same Ecuadorian Saint de Spiritus wrapper 
found in the Atelier Selection Especial and Nicaraguan fillers, including Palo de Oro and, of course, a lot of other fantastic things. It, of course, will be made by the Garcia family and will be a high-priced $16. Nice. And that's all that's in the news today. Should we talk about our special guest sitting in the studio? Well, absolutely we should. This is a very special guest, to me personally especially. I know, and, and a guy headset on for a guy and, and, and a guy I've known since 2007. That long? Yes. Wow. That's going back to uh, real estate. His real estate days. Wow. You were in real estate? Yeah, that was before. How I did had that to work find. out for you? Uh, it was great until everything, of course, went downhill, and then I had to find something else to do in my a life. A comedy clash? Yeah, that was great. Yeah, that was good. In the studio with us is Joe Ranieri, a very well-known uh, radio uh, host here in South Florida. You can hear him Yay. on 940 AM every single day. 640, but that's all right. Who's <laughs> <laughs> right. up at 640? <laughs> no, the station, 640? Oh. Yeah, 640 Sports. 640 oh. Sports. Yeah. Joe actually was my mentor, inspiration on, on Kiss My Ash Radio. Um, we, we had started out on uh, Clear Channel, Clear yeah. Channel mm-hmm. Station here in South Florida. And we did 13 weeks there and realized the show was actually getting really popular. We needed more than an hour. Uh, they didn't want to give us another hour unless we went like earlier, starting like at eight a.m., which we yeah. didn't want to do. Nobody, and, wants, um, nobody wants to be up at eight a.m. and talk Joe, about cigars. Joe, who's not only a radio personality, but also is a musician and yes. an avid cigar smoker, used mm-hmm. to come in get a cigar from us. Knew about the situation and brought us over to CV Radio at the time, and actually was the first guy actually who spent any time trying to teach me anything. Actually, to actually try to teach me anything about radio and. Rejoining and setting and how to talk on the air. So this is all my fault. It's all your yeah, fault. Yeah, my fault. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You Thanks. take all the blame. Yes. What do you think from the days we used to sit, sit on that side of the glass and listen to the show? I mean, it's good been what a couple of years. It's it's got to be what four years, three four years. Now? It's been that long. It's since been that long. Left CBU. Yeah, wow. About four and a half years ago. So wow. It's been no, that long. It's crazy how time flies. Now it's amazing to see what you guys have done here, man. You embrace technology. Mm-hmm. You got a room full of people. You got it's you know you got guests every week. It's uh, the way it's growing. I'm, I couldn't be happier for you guys, man. You're killing it. Thank you very much. In fact, uh, right. we're going to announce now on the air, effective oh. January 9th, uh, Kiss My Ash Radio will be coming to Atlanta. Oh, yes, that's folks. right. Atlanta, the Atlanta market will be embracing Kiss My Ash Radio 920 a.m. The answer in Atlanta. So uh, January 9th will be our first episode so airing in cool, Atlanta. So. Everybody okay. in Atlanta, make sure you check it out and stay tuned. More information will be out there all the way out there on Twitter for yep. that Kiss My Ash Radio and on Facebook. And, of course, the ever-popular Kiss My Ash Radio website, which is fantastic and recently updated. Yes, it has been recently updated. So what are you up to nowadays, Joe? That's it. Just talking sports, man. Living the dream. That's it. Now, sports is it. You used to do like a morning show. Yeah, now that sucked. I mean, (laughs) yeah, I'm not going to lie. Getting up at 3.30 in the morning every day and, and doing that grind for about six years was... It was terrible. You sleep in shifts, you know. You, by the time you get home, it's it's eleven, twelve o'clock, and you're like, okay, I'm going Seems back like to a bed. Real job now. It's awful. So yeah. now I get to sleep till nine o'clock. I get up. What's going on in the world of sports? Do the show from three to seven. Then I get to go home and start drinking and watching sports again. That's so, great. Yeah, and I don't have to talk about Kim Kardashian. Or, no, please. Or don't. placenta or anything along uh, those lines. So I don't have to deal with any of that. Speaking of sports, I'm, I'm going to uh, be in the owner's box uh, this afternoon. I'm flying up to Baltimore. Oh, that's nice. That's good. Nice. Going to watch good. a game. Steve, any, any tips for the Ravens? I should tell the owner. You know? Oh, this just in—they lost. I don't know. You yeah. might as well just not even bother going. They didn't. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. I, I don't know if you know that. Uh, yeah. Seattle, it's about the Seattle experience stuff. more yeah, than yeah. the actual win. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. Two two words. Match up. That's all you wow. got to say. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's they're having a rough year. Yeah. It is. They're that's all right. They'll be back next year, though. Ah. Uh, well, he. I, I tell you what. One thing is, Steve's a winner, man. He wants to find a way to win, so he'll do whatever he could can. Could be worse. He could be Cleveland. No. Hey, at least we're not talking Which about Which he was at one point. Well, why not? <laughs> <laughs> God 
out and whoo, missed Ooh. that one. Ooh. Ooh. Just a little bit. It worked out quite all right. So what cigars are you smoking nowadays? I, you know, I just had one last night, the uh, Kentucky... Um, Fire Cured. Oh, my. Drew State. Oh, my. Oh, if our boy Jared's still on Periscope, he'll get it. He'll be wow. happy. Wow, <laughs> that was amazing. That's one, of, that's one of the nicest cigars I've had in a long, it, long time. It's a new trend that started, what, about three years ago? Of, uh, of yeah. Fire Cured, you know, Kentucky-style tobacco. Beautiful, Two man. and a half. It's, it's in this new vein of things they're trying to come out with and rebranding and not just basic fire curing tobacco and now you got the American barrel age and everything. So it's all kinds of great stuff that's out there. Great, man. I, I was thoroughly impressed with that. Really smooth. Cool. Neat stuff. Awesome. We have had Joe Ranieri. Joe, it's been a pleasure having you. We greatly appreciate you awesome. taking the time to stop by. Always good to see you guys, man. I know. We hope you come by more often, would you? I have champagne, and I'm good to go. So, yeah, I got a cigar <laughs> got cha- and champagne. Champagne, cigar, beautiful woman. You're morning. I'm pop. done. I'm done, dude. That's good, it's man. It's downhill for you. Just yeah, go down back down to bed. It's not going to get any better over there. I'm going to be <laughs> curled up in the corner in a minute, man. Because yeah. you're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. We're going to have a whole lot more. As we keep it going with Aurora, Honest Abe, and of course Adam K, the Brewmeister, we're gonna have John Reiner, moderator for Cigar Federation. We're gonna talk about what's possibly new in the humidor and my personal favorite topic: beer. Keep it lit. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back. This is Kiss My Ash Radio. I am honored. I am not honest, Dave. You almost said it. I know. You it's almost really said hard. it. Can I be honest, Adam, the brewmeister? You're so not honest. Uh, so true. With me, the actual honest Abe. Ahoy, ahoy. And, of course, the lovely Aurora. Goodly honest Aurora. Yes. Absolutely. And we're very happy about that. Really honest Thank you. Hot. Mm-hmm. Just making it all so wonderful. Is she almost over? We're out of champagne. We, we are. Uh... Uh, we should have brought two bottles. And I even thought about that as yeah, I was picking it up this morning. Lightweight. We'll we'll it one out, bottle yeah. of champagne. Such what a lightweight. We, we put it away. Come so on, well. son. We'll try I don't, don't know how to party. Yeah. That's so true. We take him on road trips. He's party like, in downtown. He's like the log with a handle. I, 10 o'clock is my bedtime. I'm sorry. I just have to hit it. Trust me. 9 o'clock is mine. <laughs> 9 a.m. Uh... Every week. <laughs> Tonight, yeah. Yeah, you're PM. Yeah. Every now and then, we like to invite a blogger to be a part of a show to tell us a little bit about their site and everything else that is going on in the cigar blog world. If, nope, not there. All the right. Intro. I actually like the blogger intro. Yeah. Almost. Nothing? No. Yeah. All right. Here yeah. we Ah, the sun is so bright! Blogger's Corner. And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when. Now be nice, these guys don't get out too much. In the sun, it's 66 days! This week, for the Blogger's Corner, we have invited John Reiner, 
moderator of Cigar Federation, John. Welcome to Kiss My Ash Radio. Thanks for being with us today. Thanks, Adam. Appreciate the uh, invite. Absolutely. Guys this morning having a blast. Most definitely. We certainly are. As every Saturday morning should be. Mm-hmm. So tell us, <laughs> how did you get involved with Cigar Federation, and what are some of your responsibilities? Uh, well, I was running my own site about... I guess it'd be three years ago now, and uh, you know, running a site and I'm sure running a show it takes a lo- it's a lot of moving parts. You require a lot of effort, and at the time I wasn't really interested in running the site myself, just providing content. Unfortunately, the the gentleman who was running my site had other commitments, and right about that same time, Logan approached me and said, "How would you like to come and work for uh, come over to Cigar Federation?" Which that was perfect timing for me because I was about ready to just give up on uh, on doing it. So I've been with Cigar Federation about two and a half years, and my responsibilities have kind of grown over the last few years. I, I started just kind of doing reviews, and uh, if you if you watch our IPCBR coverage, I've kind of graduated to audio guy, video guy. Uh, so I kind of wearing You're running the show again. No, exactly where you didn't really want to end up. So. It's coming to the end of the year, and everybody likes to put out their top list of all the their cigars of the year, the new cigars of the year, great cigars they smoked, high ratings of cigars this year. What are some of your top cigars of the year, and what are you guys going to be talking about as we come to close out the year? Um, yeah, absolutely. I, I think this is kind of one of the most exciting times of the year where we kind of see where everything lands. Uh, for me, I think, you know, number one, and it was it was kind of a clear winner was the uh, Warp Don Ronaldo, the 2015 release. I'm hearing a lot of diff- a lot of hype about that, especially from a couple other uh, bloggers, friends of ours. Interesting. I think Kyle's using magic pixie dust in his tobacco. I think that's what the the secret is for sure. Uh, it very well could be. It's an, or it just might be. You know, Arsenio's got some kind of a magic touch he's working on over there. What what else has stood <laughs> out and will uh, make a list for you? Uh, for myself, the uh, Eric's new uh, Espinosa Especial, or the uh, special, as Logan called it. I actually <laughs> shared one. Uh, I actually shared one of those when I was in his factory last Sunday, a week ago, and um, we stopped by. We, uh, me and the fam were in Miami. We stopped by his factory. We had lunch over there. Yeah, yeah, we were oh, there. You didn't see a picture of Asher giving Eric a high five? Oh, it's a great picture. I haven't seen that. But he gave us it's such a solid stick. Good choice. Mm-hmm. And what else? And what else? We got? Uh, what else? I, I, oh, how could I forget the Jericho Hill? Um, that that little bunch. We did a group review of that, and people were kind of going gaga. Really interesting, Jericho Hill. So obviously, you're wearing a lot of hats for Cigar Federation. What are some of the things you guys are going to do in the new year to help pump up the site, get more people in, and just continue to grow? Well, we've uh, we've been pushing our audio podcast, so we've been taking, of course, we've got all these live shows, we've got the Cigar Chat, we've got Sharing Our Pairings, we've got Pipe Dummies, we've got Wahabano, so it's a lot of live shows, and we've, we've kind of been converting those into podcasts to engage a lot of our listeners who just, you know, either don't want to see our ugly mugs or would rather tune in and listen in the vehicle, uh, so that's been a big initiative for us, and I think, you know, we're going to keep pushing uh, our, our IPCPR video coverage, and we're going to try and step up our game this year. Um, I think a lot of people are looking forward to that, and uh, you know, who knows? We might we might expand our show uh, our show list to uh, add another show. You never know. Wow, that's really taking it up another level. Yep. Uh, so, any interesting reviews or cigars you're looking forward to smoking in the next couple of weeks, or just putting reviews up for that our listeners can look forward to? 
Well, there's uh, two kind of coming up. We've got the um, Luchador El Gringo, uh, which I think is coming on Tuesday, and then I got a, a nice little Christmas bomb in the uh, mail with the uh, El Wednesday, oh. which I have not had a chance to smoke. I'm, that's, you know, since the IPCPR, that's been at the top on the list to, to try out. So that's, uh, I can't wait. That's going to be a special well, you need to get on that because that is a fantastic cigar. We were just talking to Nick last week who gave us all the insights, and absolutely for him it is definitely a passion of love, and he has put a lot of heart and soul into that, and I know you're going to absolutely enjoy the Elway Wednesday. Fantastic. And then uh, in two weeks, uh, Rob and I are doing our 50th Sharing Our Pairing episode, so, you know, oh, that's, very cool. that's a big, big one for us. Excellent. Fantastic. Well, John, I really want to thank you for being here, putting the time in, and giving our listeners some insights on everything that's going on over at Cigar Federation. Keep up the good work. I'm sure we'll talk to you again in the near future. Appreciate it, Adam. You guys have a fantastic Saturday. Thanks for having me on. Doing my best. We will keep it going. All right. As we can come back, we're going to do a brew review. We're going to see who belongs. Crack open these beers? Absolutely. We're already out of champagne, so we got to go with that. Mm. We're going to have to... Light up some beers. I'm going to tell you all about what we're going to talk about. It's going to be a great holiday special as we continue this fantastic 190th episode of Kiss My Ash Radio. Can you believe it's really been that many? You never know. But keep hey, it lit. keep it lit. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me, of course, the ever-popular Honest Abe himself. Ahoy, ahoy. And the extremely popular Aurora. And hot. Who hey, just is, just, you know, drop dead looking. Hey, She's so up. hot, and John, like, put the camera in an angle where all the microphones basically block her, and you can't even see her on Periscope. Good job, John. Good job. Well done. Yeah. If you're not tuning in, make sure you're following us on Periscope. You can just click the link right off our Twitter feed at Kiss My Ash Radio. And, of course, check out all the great content that John occasionally puts up in a timely manner on Facebook. At Kiss My Ash Radio. <laughs> He's not even paying attention Don't anymore. Piss him off. It's not even working. <laughs> All right. So it's time for my personal favorite part of the show. For uh, We're going to talk about beer now. Mm. We got so drunk we put brick in a refrigerator box and threw him off the Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. He's traveled the world to find the best beers around. And by world, we mean the closest liquor store. It's Adam Kay's Brew Review. So, you know, it being the holiday time of year, I figured we'd go with the winter classic holiday-themed beers this week. Uh, what makes a beer holiday-themed? Just curious. All right. Well, basically, a lot of it has to do... What would you think would make a beer holiday-themed, Aurora? Um, I don't know. I guess, like, say, like, Halloween, Pe- they had, like... Peppermint the- beer? That, I don't know. That doesn't sound that's too not, appetized. Well, to like, Oktoberfest beer was actually good. But that's, like, not holiday. Yeah, that's like holiday. October. Yeah, maybe, I don't know. I, don't, I can't think of, like, mint beer? <laughs> well, not necessarily. But you remember the holiday-themed Saison I gave you last year yes. when we were meeting with Pete? With I don't Pete. know why it's called holiday-themed. Well, basically because it's a lot of the ingredients. And what you're looking at is uh, there's a couple of different categories. You have winter warmers. 
or just winter lagers are very popular and things that are usually done at this time of year. What makes it a winter lager is it's usually a very light, clear, almost like a very, very light ale, but it's really not. Is it the time of year that the stuff can be grown? Not necessarily. but so I'm, I'm just, still trying to get what makes it a holiday beer. The, the other part is... Which is, it, is it just when they distribute it? It's when they distribute it. It's it's Marketing at its best, once it's, again. It's a white yes. ale named, named for that. So, they, you know, it's is a white the, ale. Is the beer actually white? It, well, it's very... Almost. It's very, very light. Like light. yellow. Yes. Yeah. Not right. much. All right. But anyway... Yellow, so, no that was called Zima. Right. Well, we're going to talk... We're going to start with the Bell's Christmas Ale. Do you remember Zima? Are you too young? I, I remember the commercials. Richard Lewis was in them. You, you, did you ever have a Zima in your I life? I never did, no. Okay. I was too young for Zimas. Yeah. We're going to start with the Bell's Christmas Ale. Okay. This. Here you go, Aurora. Thank right you. Mm-hmm. Now, if you look at this, what we have here is a very dark complexity. So it's a little bit Are different. Are you giving than Joe that. the bottle? Yeah, Joe. You want, oh, you he's, go. got a, he's got a couple of glasses oh, in front oh, of him. No, did he? I didn't see him. Yeah, there. he's got like three more over there. Oh, I didn't some mimosas. Yeah, Joe, some some pour in there. This would be great. All right. <laughs> This is this is almost on the next category of what I was going to get into. It's on the level of what we like to refer to as barley wines. Barley wines are also very popular to have at this time of year. It's usually a 13% alcohol by volume, so it's a very, very potent. It's a little bit under what you would say from like a normal wine, but it's got a very high malt bill. Yeah, definitely. And what you see, and that's exactly what you're getting there. You're getting a lot of the malts. It's not very hoppy, but it's excessively large amounts of just malt. It's very thick. It's where you fit into that winter warmer category of it's giving you something that just nourishes and builds you up and kind of like warms the soul, if you will. I feel warm already. Fantastic. Mm. It's what we do. It's fantastic. Mm. What's the alcohol content on that? 5.5. Solid. Solid. It is a solid 5.5. So it's not as high as like those barley wines, but you're getting a very high malt bill. Yes. So you're getting a very rich creaminess that comes out of that beer. All right, so next we'll go over... Thumbs up, Joe. You like it? Like it. Joe likes it. Absolutely. It's the Bell's Christmas Ale. It's from one of my favorite breweries from Comstock, Michigan. Ah, no wonder. Oh, yeah. Michigan boy. He's a Michigan boy. He's a Michigan boy. He's right. Oh, yeah. Got to rep the hometowns. All right. Next we'll go with the Calm Before the Storm. This is from Ballast Point. Is Michigan State in a bowl? Uh, They are in the national title. Florida Gators? No, Michigan State is one of the four finalists in the national title. Right. Which would be interesting to talk. I'd like to hear Joe's opinions on that. I'm Joe, sure he's had Joe, to go all kinds of that. When you're ready, yeah. well, let's hear it. <laughs> we'll go. The beer, I'll tell you the real winner. Oh, there wow. we go. Oh, there we go. <laughs> all right, Ballast Point. I'm sure Aurora, you're Ooh, really going to enjoy that's this. Bitter. This is a cream ale with vanilla and coffee notes to it. Really? So basically, it's a little bit on the darker side. It's going to have a little bit more of that fruity flavor, but it's still a little bit. Not as light as like a normal one, but it's still, oh, she lit up. It's a very, it's what I would definitely refer to as a bit of a, more of a girly beer. Yeah, that's it's not what I something say. I would normally go after because it doesn't I would have say any it's of that specifically for the holidays. Right. Yes. It has those kind of like holiday cheer themed. Oh, I like that. In the palate. Absolutely. Skull. Mm-hmm. Ballast Point is known for doing a lot of skull-like things. No, okay. it tastes the same. I don't get it. Cream ale with coffee and vanilla. Yes, yeah, so you're that getting a lot of those good. notes in there that go I with the lie. coffee. I actually did get a little hint of coffee and vanilla. Uh, you yeah. did, yeah. At the, the, the very does, end. Yeah. I got it at the very end. It yes. does hit you at the end. It exactly. Really does. With this it starts out like that. piss and goes out like coffee right. and vanilla. It's, it's also 5.5. Another fiver. Yeah. It's another 5.5. So are they all 5.5? Well, not these... Well, like, well, the these, these, these first two that I chose specifically were, so they're in that very low yeah. alcohol volume range. 
Yes, 5.5 is the low. If you want a high, you're looking at 10%. Well, you they make beers at 10% nowadays? Oh. They do? Oh. 10% ten, 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 <laughs> yeah. oh. alcohol by volume? Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I, I, you know. well, your standard, I'm not a big beer guy. Your so. standard Chimay's and uh, your Belgian lo- ales, mm-hmm. those usually come out of much higher alcohol volume. It's usually in between the 8.5 and the 10. What's the highest alcohol content that a beer can be? Does exactly. it change? It? Does it become like not a beer then? Yeah, that's exactly where we were talking about. We mentioned barley wine earlier. Yeah. At 13%. That's when you're out of really the beer range, and you're almost a lager. You're you're out of well, lagers is style. Okay, so what happens when it goes over thirteen percent alcohol? If you go over thirteen percent, something else. It's still technically a beer because it's as long as it's made in the style. If it's using grains, wheats, and it's brewed in a Mm -hmm. standard brewing style, but to get up that high, you have to throw a ton of grain in there. Exactly. They do have a twenty to twenty-five percent beer. No. Yeah. -uh. Um, It actually comes. Paint thinner though. Yeah. Yeah. It it also comes in a dead uh, squirrel. What? That's the they name use of the dead beer. squirrel. Yeah. It, it, it actually, it's a bottle that has been uh, taxidermied into a from a dead squirrel. Oh, that sounds Are delicious! No, and it's like twenty five percent alcohol by volume. A dead Wait, squirrel. so they took a dead squirrel and made a beer bottle out of it? Well, they put a bottle in the squirrel, but so they taxidermied the squirrel. The, the squirrel dog. is actually outside the bottle. Yes. when you buy it. Yes. Mm. Marketing delicious. Like, Marketing Absolutely. department. It's like seventy five dollars. Yeah, great for bottle. those that live in the acreage. They love that beer. You can't think about it because you know how <laughs> it makes them feel the, at home. <laughs> all the dead animals oh, are killed 100%. on the road. Uh-huh. Are uh, It's made into like makeup and foundation. That's why all the animals you see a, a dead animal on the road. That's why it's qu- uh, picked up so quick because they use it for makeup. They use it for everything. Really? So now they're gonna just stick a bottle yeah. inside a squirrel. Were you telling me you're wearing, like, dead possum right now? Is that what you're telling me? I don't even know. Oh. Maybe rodents. Oh, rodents. Yeah. Well, listen, if you're going to go, you might as well get a bottle of beer shafted down your throat. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Finally, we're going to talk about the Magic Hat Snow Roller. This I hear a lot about Magic Hat, actually. Magic Hat is a very up-and-coming brewery. It is very popular. This is a little bit more. Of, this is another one with a very high malt bill. This is 6.5% by volume, so it's a little bit more. Yes, that one right there. It's not going to have the flavor notes you got from the last one. It's going to be a lot of maltiness, not so much of, uh, from the hop, but you're just going to get a very thick creaminess to it. Mm. See, now this is in that winter warmer category mm. because it's really just going to warm make that face you. All the time up. when I drink beer. Mm-hmm. Definitely not Aurora's favorite. No, this is no light up there. I'm going to have to say so. Uh, Aurora definitely preferred the cream ale. Uh, actually, um, yes, the first one. No, nope, oh. that's the second one. Yeah, no. Sorry. Like I got ale. four different beers and, yes, Christmas ale. Just yes. keep drinking. Just yes. keep going. It, yeah. They'll all taste the same yeah, again. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, but these two are very, you can definitely tell the difference, and they have their own distinct flavors. Absolutely. Yes. Are you a beer guy, Joe? Yes. No, I, I enjoy this. This is a brown ale, and I can I can definitely get into this. Yes, it's yeah. very much a hoppy brown ale. You're going to have a higher malt bill than nor- most normal ales, mm-hmm. and you're going to get a lot of just maltiness that really comes out of all the grains. Let's just say the last one is not a woman drink. Not a phenomen... Phenomen drink. I completely understand. That makes an absolute whole lot of sense. Yes. Uh, so check, check, please. Check, please? Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. So make sure if you got any interesting things out there, check it out. We will post photos of all of these on our Facebook page. Make sure you get out there. Try some seasonal holiday beers while you can and see which some of your Who's posting about. them on Facebook? John. From way in there? No, he's going to come get the bottles and post them uh, after he gets out of there. 
Yeah. We got some time before the break. Can we talk about the Bulls? Absolutely. We got a few minutes. What do you want to talk about? Well, I mean, what, all right. So predictions. Predictions. Alabama, Clemson. I got to tell you, I got Nick Perdomo, big Alabama guy. Before the season began, did you pick any of uh, who you thought would make the playoff? No, no, no. I mean, I don't think anybody, a lot of people just continue to ride the whole Ohio State train. Everyone thought Ohio State was going to be in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Notre Dame got a lot of love early on in the year. But you got Alabama, Michigan State. Alabama is a unbel- almost a double-digit favorite in this game. Right. Uh, which is ridiculous. Monstrous. Yeah, it, it shouldn't be. And it's the Big Ten versus the SEC. I like Michigan State. I like them a lot. I, yeah. I liked them a lot more before the uh, before the, the Iowa game. I have to say, <laughs> yeah. Aurora, Aurora moved the microphone away from her. I'll let you guys talk. Yeah. To yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, I now. We're in football. I'll move I the microphone. I'll, I'll talk about. Time, then I'll shake my head and nod, and I'll watch the game, and I'm like, oh yeah, was that a? Uh, Listen, yeah. I promise. Show up in a cheerleader outfit, yeah. and you'll be fit right in anywhere with the sports. Don't yeah? worry. Okay. Yeah, no, you're covered cool. with that. Yeah, you're no, good. You guys mm-hmm. can continue It'll talking. Work. I, I, I don't fit in this general topic. <laughs> Michigan State knows how to win games. They've won the big ones. They, they've beaten, what, four or five top top ten teams. So. As, long, as long as they don't miss up a snap. Yeah, well, that's, that you was, know. Really? You're going to bring yeah. that one oh, up? Yeah. Yeah. Good Ouch. We were on the road doing a show in, in Milwaukee. He wasn't the same the whole day. Oh, no, the no. It, it, it ruins you. It ruins the you. The whole day. It ruins you. Absolutely look, ruins look, you. Look, 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 almost yeah. It, uh, luckily, they had a buy afterwards because I needed two weeks to get over that one. In fact, people still bring it up. I'm still. I like Oklahoma touchy. over Clemson. I, I think it's going to be Oklahoma, Michigan State. I think Oklahoma wins the national championship. Interesting. Yeah. Very good. Bob Stoops returns to the throne of glory. Yeah, it's been he's so got the long. best quarterback at a crew. Deshaun Watson is, is really good at Clemson, but. I think Oklahoma is the real deal. They have they're more of a complete team than Clemson is right now. So and Stoops is a big time, big well, time coach. And, I, and the, especially the, the big thing against Dabo Sweeney from the last couple of years has been the guy couldn't win big games. Yes, they've Choke, been yeah. they've been undefeated for a lot of times. Yep. They've gone to these big games and they just haven't been able to do. They never showed up. No, I like it. Anybody but Nick Saban, I'm good. Anything but Nick Saban. <laughs> wow, I com- I'm done I, with Nick Saban. I completely understand where all that's coming from. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. To me. All right, so that's well, uh, Heisman. Quickly. I hope it's uh, it's McCaffrey from Stanford because, uh, quite honestly, there's the Heisman's supposed to be the best college football player, and what that kid returning punts, returning kicks, he's, running he's back, all around. He's, he's nobody does it better than yeah. he does. One line. Most yardage since Barry Sanders. Yeah. Broke Barry Sanders' record. That's That's all I have to say. That's it. I'm with you on that. Absolutely. But he won't because he. The voters on the East Coast never got to see him play because he plays in Stanford. All their games started at 10 o'clock or later, so he didn't get a lot of the national exposure that a Derrick Henry or Deshaun Watson got. So you don't think he'll get it? I don't think he'll get it. I think Derrick Henry will get it because he's from Alabama. It's Nick Saban, and we love Alabama. Yeah. Yeah, well, and there's there's definitely a West Coast bias, and you can definitely see that. Oh, hell yeah. Absolutely, except, of course, it's Matt Leinart, uh, Reggie Bush, or Carson Palmer. Yeah. When was the last time another West Coast guy actually won the Heisman? When was the last time a running back won? Uh, it's always uh, quarterbacks. Well, no, I mean, uh, what's his, Trent Richardson? Yeah, it's a long time ago when you think uh, about it. That was th- two, three years? No, hell no, that was like Trent five years ago. Really? That was that long ago? Yeah, because you had the Jameis Winstons, the Mariotas, the last couple of years. I think Richardson would have been three years ago then. Because other who has been four. well, he spent three years with Indianapolis. Yeah, true. I'm shaking. Uh, now we're just getting. No, he's with Cleveland, and that. Yeah, no. Oh. So yeah. Yeah. Have to now we're now we're getting way too. We're getting way too down the rabbit hole. It's like, what's the capital of? Damn yeah. it! <laughs> <laughs> 
That's pretty messed up. So this has been our exciting bowl preview edition of Kiss right? My Ash Radio. Right. I am Adam K. the Brewmeister with Honest Day, the lovely Aurora, and our very special guest, Jill Ranieri. You never know what to expect on this show. Absolutely. Never. never. We're going to come back. We're going to find out who belongs in a cigar insane asylum and tell you all what you can yes. tune in for next week. Right after this. Keep it lit. Follow us on Twitter at Kiss My Ash Radio. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Weird Al. Really? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Welcome to Kiss My Ash Radio. I am honest. Oh, we got a new segment Adam. now. <laughs> we got a whole new segment. Oh, uh, everything's happening not around me, but Hey Colin, can you turn the sound off in the room over there? I'm gonna make sure John doesn't hear it. Oh boy. No, no, I don't mean that sound. Oh Colin got <laughs> hey, we have a new segment. Aurora Aurora no, we're not even going to the asylum yet. What time we got? We got time? We I just lost my Aurora clock. was telling us about a possible future profession she was interested in mm. and um, I, I think we should test her abilities absolutely yes yes, yes. She, she, wanted, she was thinking about doing a phone sex you mm-hmm. know phone sex company like John John's like oh no John's like oh no what are we going to expect you, you, know, you remember we're on the air so we can't say anything vulgar I, I don't I don't trust myself I don't trust <laughs> just get in the mood like, and it just kind of goes on. You can just do like a little moan and just talk to them. Yeah, let's, let's hear the sexy voice. Yeah. yeah like that? Yeah, just, like, ask me what I'm keep wearing. moaning. Like, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. My, my red hot lingerie and lace with the sparkles. How it plumps up me. Oh, yeah. It could work. Yeah. We should do this American short. Idol style. What do, think, short. what do you think, Abe? What do you think? Okay, what do you got, Abe? What do you think? Well, Ooh, I've got to tell you, though, the tone wasn't where it should be. You've got to work on that a little bit. It was a little impromptu for it. It was a little impromptu for it. It was a little impromptu. But she got motivated really quick. Practice makes perfect. Yes. Just wait, coming to fall next fall. So you want to be a phone sex operator. Brought to you in part by the people that brought you... Uh, all, all right. kinds of other great, fantastic hey, television shows. a minute. There's a lot of money to be made. No, that's yeah. not what they charge. Well, it's yeah, yeah, like, No, you can it's actually... Like nine bucks you a can minute. Actually, Is it really? No, it could be at least three bucks a minute. No, you can actually set up your own... I've been looking into it. You set up your own... Um, personal your number? Personal number and have them call and it'll go to like um, like a, co- a, company a, a PayPal thing right. and mm-hmm. all you got to do is just pay tax on it. You know, oh, and then that's it, huh? The yeah. I know government. they get their hands in everything. Damn yes. it! Get your hands out of my crotch. Okay. Stop it! Leave me alone. You gonna webcam that? You gotta webcam it. Big uh, money in that too. True. No, not not. I can't do that. Uh. Oh, you draw the line with webcam? Uh, yeah, yes. No, I yeah. understand. I'm, I'm glad there's a line in the Joe, sand there. Yes. Limits, Joe. There's limits. There's limits. Damn true. it! Yeah. No. No. You no. Do. Webcaming's out. No, but seriously, I mean, but then, but then you have to go market your own number. No, it's not really bad because no, think, but you gotta just pass people. out your cards, right. especially at the club. Right. Wow, then they would know it was Think about this. With every box and that you sell, see. you throw in like yeah, a free five work. minutes. Yeah, well, right. What would you charge a minute? <laughs> <laughs> it depends how good I get. <laughs> so wrong. 
All right, so here on Kiss My Ash Radio, we like to do a lot of interesting things, like talk about <laughs> phone sex and bring all things back to the full circle. Hey, we talk Hello, about Hello, Salem Broadcast. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, Salem. They don't know what they guys. signed up for. Not exactly. at all. Yeah, but, really listen, we could put like a little call-in coupon card with every box sale. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you get to dial in yeah. five Just minutes Just wrap free. it up. Wrap it up. Like, have some guys. Five minutes. Though, you get the cigars. first five seconds free five seconds. because <laughs> after 12 seconds, it's, it's over. over. <laughs> it's over, dude. Click. Thanks. That was great. Can I use the next five minutes on the next one? Yeah. This is going to last a full year. How many rollover minutes wait, left? Wait, just, just think of how many boxes they'd have to buy. Oh, this ridiculous. could work. <laughs> right. This could work. Back to the show. <laughs> Back on track. It's now time to find out who belongs in a cigar insane asylum. Welcome to the cigar asylum. Did you know I'm utterly insane? We all go a little mad sometimes. Where logic and reason cease to exist. As usual, we don't have to go far to find a whack job. Right here in our backyard. Never do. Never. Roll Palm Beach. A man who said he was broke after being fired from a restaurant months earlier comes back and robs the manager. <laughs> yeah, the robbery happened just after 7 a.m. this Monday at the Outback in Royal Palm Beach. Wow. If you're a Royal Palm Beach and like to go to Outback, the manager was doing an inventory and waiting for another employee to arrive when he heard a doorbell. Obviously, assuming the doorbell was the other employee, and he finds Jimmy Pierre. Uh, Jimmy Pierre, excuse me. And Jimmy Pierre, 35 of Lake Worth, he worked at the restaurant until he was fired in October. Pierre stepped inside. He let him in. He asked for a drink shortly afterwards. He stuck what the manager thought was a gun to the back of his head and demanded that the manager open up the safe. Mm. So, after taking about two grand, whoop-de-doo, the manager said, why are you doing this? Everybody knows who you are. <laughs> right? Call him out for his stupidity. Right way to go. Right? The two began to struggle when the manager noticed the weapon was actually a water gun. Oh. Yes. Of course it is. Pierre then grabbed a nearby small handheld torch. What are they making a creme brulee over there? Torch, I <laughs> love make it. A creme brulee. Yeah. He held the torch and tried to burn the manager. Oh, he tried to burn his way out. Wow. When that didn't work, he then dropped a computer monitor on the manager's head. Holy yes. Damn. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty not clear on why this guy may have gotten fired, but luckily yep. enough, the manager only escaped with bumps and bruises. Called deputy, uh, you, my friend Jimmy Pierre, 35 of Lake Worth. You, without a doubt. Blown. I hope you got the bloomin' onion at least. Cigar insane. Asylum. Yes, it's always a good idea. Here, give me all the money in the safe, and I'll take a bloomin' onion to go. Yes, yes. yeah, please. Exactly. Well, that was that movie. What was that movie with the? Um, I forget her. She's funny. Uh, Melissa McCarthy? Yes. Yes. What was the movie where she held up the donut store? Oh, is that the, the one where yes, she's the bad yes. influence? Yes. 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 Tammy or something. Yes. Yeah. 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 That was it, yeah. Oh, can I get yes. some donuts? You just put them in the... Yeah. I like the sprinkle she doesn't play <laughs> the same role over and over and over again. Well, it's no, still funny. It's still funny. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Still I'm funny. a crazy person who's had my life together and I do terrible things. Yeah. It's still funny every single they time. They do. I mean, the Bloomin' Onion and the Loaf they got there is pretty good. They they bring that bread out all the time with the butter and yeah, it's really good. You know, as far as subpar restaurants with great bread. I'm all a Red Lobster guy. Wow. Those good biscuits, call, dude. Those yeah. biscuits are like solid crack. Good point. I mean, yeah. you might as well be feeding people crack. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> I was at Costco a couple weeks ago, and they had that mix. On there. Really? Said, oh, it didn't taste the same. No, yeah. no, no. My wife does. tried to make it. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, it I, never I, does. I could go there Hopefully and not eat not anything listening. else. In fact, I have gone there. Just for the biscuits. Yeah, and yeah. ended up, being, I never, ended never up trying to make my way through an unsatisfactory meal just because I wanted those biscuits. Never a big fan of the biscuits, though. Really? Really? Hot? Those no, little cheesy biscuits. No. Oh, those things are like little 
crack things. Those are to die for. Once again, this is Kiss My Ash Radio, and of course, we're going to tell you all about all the wonderful things of food, the best culinary, the best bread at subpar restaurants. Absolutely, it's what we're here for. You can take those recommendations to the bank. Next week, we're going to have our good friend, Sockalicious. Sockalicious will be on the show. Steve See what Sokka he's up to. Yep. will be here to tell us all about Sobre Mesa yep. and his new adventure with Dunbarton Tobacco and Still Trust. Still seems to be burning up the trails. Burning up the trails. Yeah. In fact, you can probably expect to find his second shipment of cigars. Uh, little Birdie told me next week. Next week, good. Might be coming Everybody's in. been running out of that cigar. It's been a very popular You should try it next cigar. time you come in. It was a really good so, I like it. I, I personally had it, but it, it's solid. You should give it a chance. It's definitely a great stick. I'm a big fan of it. Thanks you for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed today's show. We will see you again next week. Keep it lit. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio.